I didn't realize that until I got on the narrow path and I realized oh, it was dark. It's dark. <laughs> it's dark over here. <laughs> I'm in a, I'm in the valley and the shadows of death. <laughs> How did I get here? <laughs> it's on the, it's on the, it's on the narrow path. So, um, yeah, but the scripture says that God will be a lamp unto our feet. So no need to worry. No need to cower down. Okay. Welcome back to another episode of Aligned and Alive. The purpose of these AA meetings is to get you aligned and alive in God's purpose for your life. So get out your notebooks. Class is in session. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Aligned and Alive. Um, Guys, bear with me. I am sorry I've been gone for so long, but I'm back. Okay, I'm back. I was having difficulties. I've been in warfare. I've been in transition. It's just been a lot of things going on. But nonetheless, I am in good spirits and I am here to encourage you all. Um, I don't really have notes. I don't have nothing written for today, but I kind of have an idea of what I want to share after, um, you know, praying and everything like that. And I want to share with you all um, my scriptural reflection that I had did today this morning and right now I'm in a season of warfare like many of you may be um or maybe if you don't necessarily understand spiritual warfare um because we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against spiritual wickedness and um, principalities in high places, that's what spiritual warfare is. So when you are going through a lot in life, it just seems like there's a lot going on, a lot coming against you, um, a lot of pushback, uh, just a lot of things falling apart. Um, that's, that's a level of spiritual warfare for sure, especially when your mind isn't... Um, able to perceive everything so but what I want you to know is God gives us not the spirit of of fear but of peace love and a sound mind you are not crazy you are not crazy and the fact that I personally have to remind myself that I'm not crazy is a sign of the spirit of fear in the accuser and in the adversary which the plan the the battlefield is in the mind really but also, um, it manifests um, physically in our lives and everything like that. So I kind of want to, I'm sorry, y'all, if this episode is all over the place. I'm coming to y'all raw, real. This is me. I'm going to make up on. And I, I did that intentionally because, number one, I feel like but no, no makeup. And I want you all to understand that this thing that I'm doing, it's not about me. It's not about showing up perfect and being pristine and everything like that. It's... There's, there's, there's much heavier spiritual implications as to why I am showing up. I've been tasked to, if I don't do nothing else, show up, just show up. And the same applies to you and whatever God has you doing right now in this season, continue to show up, fight to show up. Okay. So, um, I've been, I've, I've been reading, I've, I basically started reading the whole Bible, um, from front to back, that's maybe not the best way to study the Bible, but I decided I wanted to read the Bible from the front to back. So at this point in my life, I've reached Psalms. I'm just reading each Psalm one by one 
and, you know, dwelling on it, um, seeing what revelation I can get from it and, you know, just meditating on each Psalm. So I'm currently on Psalm three. And the one that stuck out to me was Psalm three, three, which is, you know, you know, we love a good three, three, one, one, two, two. Okay. But, um, but Psalm three, three is <clears throat> King Shane's version. Of course, it says, but thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter up of my head. And then jump to verse six, just the beginning. It says, I will not be afraid. So just to give y'all some background about what's been going on with me, I guess I've been in spiritual warfare and this morning I woke up and I felt like the conviction of disobedience, it was on me heavy. And sometimes that conviction um, would cause you to, well, at least me, I felt shut up in my spirit. Like I felt shut up. Like I could not open my mouth to give praise in my own guilt. And guilt is not of God. Okay. So in my own guilt, in my own convictions and everything like that, in my sin, in my disobedience, I felt guilty. God doesn't want us to feel guilty, but he wants us to change and learn from our our mistakes and everything like that. So I felt very shut up in my spirit. Like I couldn't praise. I couldn't, um, I couldn't praise as in worship and I couldn't pray. And, um, I had to fight through that. I had to fight through that and literally open up my mouth. I had to lift up my head. I had to pick pick myself up and, you know, learn from my mistakes and just keep moving forward. So right now, if you are experiencing anything like spiritual warfare, if you're watching this and you, you still here, it's been it's been five minutes. If you still here, this is war. You have to fight. So in church, we've been learning about um, these different garments. And um, in the Bible, it talks about putting on a full armor of God or of Christ. And um, part of that armor is the sword. The only way you can fight back, the only way you can defend yourself in combat is with your sword. And the sword, as we know, this and this may be the most important. This most this might be the most important piece of armor you have is your sword. Because how are you going to defeat the enemy? Yes, you can, you know, you can be covered, yes, by all of the other parts of the armor, which I don't even know. I don't, I don't know. The one that's really been heavy on my heart is the, the sword of the word. That's how you fight back with the word, with speaking, with with praise, with worship, with prayer, combating with with scripture. Um, and now I didn't really understand that until recently. Like, oh, I really I have to fight for real. Like, I have to fight back. This is war. You can't be afraid. There's no reason to be afraid. And I know it. Come on. I know. It sounds like, yeah, you can't be afraid. Meanwhile, you still quivering in a corner somewhere. Um, but no, you have to lift up your head. Like it says, but thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my protector, my glory, the lifter of my head. 
God wants you to lift your head up and fight and use the word to do it. Not even just the word of God, but a word of praise, a word of worship, prayer to speak against whatever is is coming at you. <clears throat> so that's kind of pretty much where I've been at in life is um, understanding um, spiritual warfare more fully. Because it's one thing to like understand, yeah, we worship not against flesh and blood, but to understand of the concept of combat and fighting and the sword of the word. And when the enemy is presenting itself to you and you don't pick up your sword and fight back, it's like it takes you backwards. It takes you backwards and it and it allow, it allows the spirit of fear and the spirit of doubt and the spirit of confusion to fester um and take root. And that's not that's that's not what we want. We wanna we wanna crush the serpent's head under our foot. Okay. And that requires you to stand up and fight back. So with every every step you take towards um being obedient. Um, waking up each day and just literally taking it one day at a time. It's like the most simplest con the most simplest concepts are so unfathomable sometimes when you are when you are like really learning and coming to an understanding of these things. It's like, no, literally take it one day at a time. Naturally, I feel like me personally. I'm always thinking ahead and like, okay, but what I'm gonna do when I gotta do this, that, and the third, I gotta, I gotta go here. You know, like naturally, I'm just thinking all of these steps ahead, and it's like, can you stand up and take the steps that are right in front of you? Like, let's 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 get through steps one, two, and three first. The steps you can clearly see, like, okay, we do this, that, and the third. Let me worry about today, cause tomorrow has its own worries. Like when I tell y'all the the scripture is so alive in my life right now, it's so alive in my life right now. The scripture is literally alive and it's part of that is like chaotic, tumultuous, like a little bit ghetto. But at the same time, there's this light, there's this bright light of encouragement and strength and power in in victory um because I have faith in the word and I'm I'm seeing it play out in my life but then there's always there's I'm I'm paying, I'm focusing more attention on the negative things the warfare and all of these things but what about the part where it says you will be victorious and you will not lack and my my word doesn't return to me void and you will not hunger or you will not thirst and I have a plan to prosper you and all of these things in the midst of it, all you can think about is I am being attacked. But I want to tell you all to fight back and the way you fight back is with your word, with the word of God. So what I started doing is like these scriptures that are on my heart heavy, um, like Matthew 5, 14, you are the light of the world. 
like a city on a hill that cannot be hid. I put that on my prayer board and I stand up and I repeat these these scriptures in prayer. Like I, I bring them into conversation with God and in my prayers. Like I, I say them, I reflect on them and it's, it's, a everyday, it's an everyday thing. You're in the midst of a war. Sometimes wars can last for a while. If you think even just spiritually, I mean, if you if you think just like in the physical realm, um, like in our flesh and in, in war, like war in reality, like the war in Israel right now. How long has it been going on? There, these people are fighting every day. I don't really want to talk about the war in Israel, but um, I'm just using war as a reference in general because. It's it's very much the same. Imagine those soldiers fighting with just their bare hands. When you have an enemy who doesn't play fair, who doesn't fight fair, who's the accuser, who's going to use everything and everybody against you in in some way, shape, or form. Um, now I feel led to go to, to Psalm 2, which is what I was reflecting on yesterday. And it talked about it basically talked about I want to say, I think it's Psalm I think it's Psalm 2, but it talked about not taking counsel from the wicked. And or let me just jump back to Psalm 3. Because in Psalm 3, it says, um, in Psalm 3, it says, uh, well, I'll read y'all what I wrote. And it says, in the midst of where we have to fight, we cannot cower down. The counsel of the wicked will tell us, like the advice from the wicked, they will tell us there's no help for him in God, him being you. There's no help for you in God. And then the scripture goes on to say, but the blessing of the Lord is on his people. Because there will be people, like I've said before in previous videos, that don't have the same level of faith as you. So naturally they lead with their flesh and they will speak things that are in opposition of what God is calling you to do. So in the scripture, it talks about seeking wise counsel. And I know you want to trust that, you know, the people around you are all wise counsel, but think about how they are living their lives. Are they submitting their lives to God? Because if not, if they are not somebody who is in constant communication with God, somebody who is prayerful, somebody who, um, you know, just lives their life in obedience to God, I I wouldn't consider them wise counsel. Not saying that God can't use just anybody, but there's a level of discernment that you have to use. But yeah, people, there will be people who will speak against you or advise you in a way that they would go. Um that doesn't align with what God has been speaking to you. So you have to be care careful about that because, like I said, the, the enemy will use 
anybody and everything. And it's so important when you're in warfare to be seeking God for instructions for for the plan of attack and to to understand how the enemy might attack you just to prepare yourself like this is this is a war for real this is it's a battle for real so you have to fight strategically and part of that fighting is with the sword of the word the sword of the word of god but also a lot of the victory is pretty much contingent upon your obedience of course god is grace graceful and merciful and forgiving and you know you repent but he expects us to change when you repent it, it means to turn to turn away from your wickedness from your sin or whatever so constantly repenting for the same thing over and over again i don't know I would assume it would start to fall on deaf ears until there would be actual change that follows. So I want to read. So I talked to y'all about the um, scripture and what I've kind of been dealing with as of late. And I want to read y'all this list of things that I wrote down for applying um, this concept of like, how we can be victorious in war. So it says, I will not cower down. I will not give the enemy a voice to speak against God and his promise. So these are like our action steps. I will not cower down. Do not shy away from from fighting. Do not shy away from speaking up. Like I said, this morning I felt very like, shut up in my spirit like so full of like guilt for my own disobedience in the simplest ways it always be like the smallest ways and I feel so um convicted because it'd be it'd be those small things that have like the biggest implications on how you move forward and, and, and on your momentum so it says I will not cower down the devil wants you to stay silent. He doesn't want you to praise. He doesn't want you to worship. He doesn't want you to pray. He doesn't want you to speak against him. He wants you to cower down. When the enemy shows his ugly head, literally right there in that moment, you pray against it. You speak against it. You renounce it. You denounce it. You divorce yourself from it. You rebuke it. You just completely annihilate the enemy with your word right right then and there. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, period. I'm not going for it. Literally, I was in prayer today and I'm like, I don't care because there's this, I've been learning a lot and there's, there, there are altars, there are covenants and all the like that could have been built by yourself or by generations past. And I'm just telling God, like, I don't care. I don't care what covenants. I don't care what contracts was established. I'm not doing it. I'm not fulfilling no contracts. They are null and void, period. And you speak against the enemy, period. Like, stop playing with me. Like, stop playing with me. And it's, it, I instantly... I feel strengthened and empowered and 
like I said, it's a daily fight that you have to do. It's a daily fight that you have to um, to do and it's something daily you have to commit to because especially if you've been through deliverance, so I've recently went through deliverance and in the scripture it talks about when you are delivered from a spirit, Satan will come back with seven more. Listen, so that means for me, every time I even catch a glimpse of the enemy trying to come into my thoughts, and I have these intrusive thoughts. I rebuke it. I combat it with the word of God. I combat it in just knowing who God says I am. And yeah, we keep we keep moving forward. We keep fighting. We keep pushing through. So do not cower down. When you feel shut up in your spirit, muster up the strength to stand up to fight back before i hop back into this episode go ahead and click the link in our description check out the merch check out the blog post sign up with your email and be the first to know whenever i am doing something we don't cower down um we keep fighting we stand up we fight um sometimes when i lack energy when i feel so defeated what i've been doing as of late is putting on like worship music worship music or something I did recently was the first time I did it, but I felt so empowered was I um, put on a workout video, but like for each workout move, like I was talking as if I was like fighting against the enemy, spiritually, physically, whatever. So yeah, those are just some things that I've done. Um, but just to keep going forward, um, I will not give the enemy a voice to speak against God and his promise. So again, some for me personally, sometimes when I have intrusive thoughts, I will say them out loud. Or I will have like, yeah, like I will have intrusive thoughts and I would say them out loud. But going forward as an action step, I will not give the enemy a voice to speak against God and his promise. I'm not. I'm not going to, when those intrusive thoughts come up, I'm going to rebuke them in the name of Jesus. And I'm going to turn it around and speak life over myself, over my situation, over whatever the case may be. Okay. So the third action step step is I will not allow the enemy to trick me out of my position and promise. So again, the, the enemy is a little trickster. He's very deceptive and um, maybe cunning. Some might, um, for some people, it may be cunning and convincing and, you know, logical sometimes when you are somebody who is spiritual, logic isn't always, it don't, it ain't what God asks us to do is not always logical. So be mindful of that. Um, the enemy will try to trick you out of your position using people that you love and are close to you. And, um, um, yeah, using people who are close to you to speak in opposition of whatever God has called for you. But you have to, that's the thing, like when you are in communication with God, the enemy can't trick you. Because you see it, God didn't already put you up on game. So, yeah, be in communication with God. He's going to give you the plan of attack. He's going to He's going to give you the instructions. He's going to expose the plan to the enemy before he even have a chance to, like, put them in play. You already know. You are, you've seen it coming. So, 
don't allow the enemy to trick you out of your position. And that was a, I did a um, prophetic word that was related to that. So I might, I might link it or something if I, I'll link it. But, um, I will endure the process of war with patience and prayer. Sometimes in warfare, we don't have much, sometimes the way situations play out, it has, we have very little control. So in that instance, when you lack control, the only thing you can do is be patient and wait on God and be in prayer. So action step, I will endure the process of war. War, like I said, it's a process. Sometimes it it lasts for a long time. I mean, is Russia in, I don't know, but y'all get what I'm trying to say. War it can last. So endure the process of war with patience and prayer. And when you are using the sword of the word, you the you won't even be experiencing worry and doubt and anxiety to the level you probably was before you was using your sword. Okay? So use your sword. Endure the process of war with patience and prayer. War, it'll be over. You won't be in that situation in, in warfare forever. Not saying that you won't never be in warfare again, because you will, I'm sure. But you you'll be you'll be strengthened and empowered. And um yeah. And then our next action step, I will drown out the voice of the enemy with the voice of God. So, like I said, um with the enemy trying to convince you that maybe you're crazy, like the enemy, I feel like in my mind, I feel sometimes I feel like, am I crazy? Like, am I tripping? Like, come on, like for real, am I tripping? But no, I'm not tripping because God does not give us the spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind, a sound mind, a sound mind. Okay. And that's something I pray all the time. My daily prayer, thank you, God, for eyes to see, ears to hear, a discerning heart, and a sound mind. So I know I ain't crazy. So devil, stop playing with me. Okay? So I will drown out the voice of the enemy with the voice of God. So again, like if you are in a space where you feel shut up in your spirit and you can't bring forth a praise, you can't bring forth a praiser, a praise, or a prayer, drown out the voice of the enemy with the voice of God. Turn on worship music. Turn on worship music. I literally had to do that one day. Literally, like, put on my headphones and turn on worship music. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> my baby, wear me out. Wear me down, okay? Um, it says, I will defeat Goliath with my five smooth stones. We all know it only took one for David to get him out of there. But he had five smooth stones. So my smooth stones is service, faith, prayer, fasting, and worship. No matter how many times a Goliath may rise up in my life or in your life, five smooth stones. You never know which one you're going to grab that's going to take them out. So make sure you have all of them. Service, serve, serve, to be, to have a servant spirit. And that's one thing I learned about God. Like God wants to serve us just as much as you want to serve him. He wants to give you your heart's desire. Like, I don't, I don't remember if it was either Psalm 1 or Psalm 2, or he was basically like, ask me and I will give it to you. 
And we know that in all in all things like in prayer and supplication acts, make your request known to God. He wants to give you what you need. So five suits from service, faith, faith, even it's the side of a mustard seed. But listen to me. Faith without works is dead, period. Faith, it changes you. It produces actions that change you and align with your faith. So faith, prayer, using your voice, speaking, talking to God, but also listening. It's a prayer is a two-way conversation. Um, fasting, turning down your plate, so powerful. Um, and just submitting yourself in that way is super powerful. And worship. Worship, praise, praise him in the middle of warfare, in the middle of a storm. Find time to worship God. Worship, worship him right where you are in life. Okay. Um, next action step. I will finish the work of my assignment. The devil don't want you to finish. Whatever God has you working on, the devil don't want you to finish. He don't. He wanna, like I said, trick you out of your position and cause you to turn from your assignment that God has given you, but he's giving you that assignment for a reason. I will finish the work of my assignment, period. I will stay on target. Now this one is more so, it makes more sense because to me, at least because it's based around a sermon that my pastor gave us, but, um, staying on target it's just staying focused, basically, on the mission through the highs and the lows, through the ups and the downs. Staying on target with the assignment that God has given you. Staying on target in your relationship and your seeking. Being diligent in your seeking and um, understanding that life, ooh, it's not about balance. I'm somebody who's been, like, plagued by the desire for perfection my whole entire life. And I had to come into an understanding that every which way that I would change perfection or into like, um, it, instead of perfection, it turned into balance. Balance is an illusion too. It's a type of perfection in the more, the more thing, the, the thing you should be focused more on is, um, navigating through the terrain, navigating through seasons, just navigating one day at a time versus trying to be perfectly balanced. Like, no, you're not going to be balanced. We, the narrow path. I just, I just had this revelation, you know, the, the valleys in the shadow of death. That's where the, that, they on the narrow path. I didn't know that. I didn't realize that until I got on the narrow path and I realized, Oh, it's dark. It's dark. <laughs> It's dark over here. <laughs> I'm, in a, I'm in the valley and the shadows of death. <laughs> How did I get here? <laughs> well, it's on the, it's on the it's on the narrow path. So um yeah, but the scripture says that God will be a lamp unto our feet. So no need to worry, no need to cower down, okay? But yeah, when I got here, I was like, ooh, okay, okay. And then the last one says, I am prepared and equipped to defeat the enemy and win the war. Period. You are equipped. You are prepared. Do you have your Bible? Do you have the Bible app? Do you have a voice? 
Open your mouth. Use the sword of the word. Trample. I want you to trample the serpent's head under your, I want you to crush the serpent's head under your foot so that it no longer can strike your heel and make you stumble. And you know how you, you step on the serpent's head by getting up every day and fighting, getting up every day and fighting. That's how you stomp on the, on the, on the serpent's head. How you defeat your enemy, how you defeat the Goliath, the sword, of your word, your five smooth stones, okay? So this is a little bit different than how I usually do the episodes, but um, I feel led to just really just surrender this thing to God, honestly. Like, I can be such a control freak, like, freak, like I told you guys, um, being so perfect, trying to try attempting to um be perfect and carrying this false sense of control for so long and to just surrender it and you know let God's will be done. Let him to use me as a vessel. Um I am here for you all. I'm not going anywhere. I know we had a rough couple of weeks. I know. And I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna sit here and say that it it, it won't be more rough weeks to come. But trust me when I tell you I'm on assignment. I'm on mission. I'm going to complete my mission. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And I will see you all next week. Bye, guys.